You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. The month is August. It's 2020. I know it still feels like it might be March, right? Like, time is flying by, I feel like, right? It really is. It's insane. It's amazing how some of these days felt so long because we had nothing to do, but now it's in a blink of an eye, August. What the hell's going on? 2020. It's because I think it's because all of us are just doing the same monotonous thing over and over again that you look back and you're like, what have I done the last four months? I feel like 2020 is now just going to become a way of describing horrible things. Yeah. Like, oh, what 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 happened to Stephanie? Uh, 2020. 2020, <laughs> man. That's definitely going to be how I'm going to justify my, my 20 pounds of weight gain over the past four <laughs> yeah. months. Oh, you put a little weight on. Yeah, well, you know, 2020. 2020, yeah. <laughs> um, we got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to have quite a few guests. Um, we're going to have the lovely Chelsea Peretti. You've probably seen her. Uh, all over the place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She also has a new movie that's coming onto all streaming platforms, uh, but we'll talk to her later about that. We're going to have Haley and Emily Ferguson calling in and dropping a little, uh, a little, a little East, uh, not an Easter egg, but a little uh, podcast bomb, if you will, on us. So stay tuned for that because you're not going to want to miss out what they have to say. Um, before we do all that, there has been a couple of headlines about a show that's near and dear to mine and Jared's heart, The Bachelorette. Uh, it looks like from what I've seen, I don't know anything. I am the most in the dark person about this. In fact, Caitlin had to walk into the bedroom the other night at like 11 PM and tell me what was going on. So apparently Claire has uh, quote unquote quit the season with a guy that she's interested in. Uh, and they brought in a new bachelorette, which they've officially announced as Tasha. So I think that we're fully welcome to talk about this non-spoiler, whatever, it looks like Tasha has been brought in mid-season to replace Claire as the Bachelorette. And this is my surface-level knowledge of understanding because, again, I get my uh, uh, news of Bachelorette through the curated 
Instagram posts for some reason that they think that I care about, and I care enough to talk about it now. Um, Jared, what do you think about all this? Uh, it's weird because like everybody's confirming Tasha as the Bachelorette, but Warner or ABC hasn't said anything yet, so that's kind of weird. Here's what I see, and I know that Lauren Zima isn't like the voice of Warner or anything like that, but she's been tweeting and confirming and saying all this stuff that Tasha's a Bachelorette. E News said something like Us Weekly again, not Warner themselves saying anything, but it sounds to me like it's happening, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it it sounds like it's happening, which is. Crazy. Also great because the rumor is Claire left with a guy. Like the fact that like she had to leave the show because she just couldn't fake it. She was so in love with this one particular person that it they like she they had to get another bachelorette because like there everybody knew and the other dudes didn't have a chance. So if that is true, that's awesome because then you have one love story. Claire leaves. And then now you insert Tasha, and she has the potential of finding her own love story. So you could find, you know, two people could find their husbands on one season. I guess that's pretty good. Isn't And Claire, good God, like, if this is true, talk about, like, the prototypical right reasons person on the show. Like, she just doesn't bullshit around. She went in, found her husband, and was like, all right, I'm good. Get me the hell out of here. It's crazy that they even let her, like, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know exactly what happened, but it's crazy that the show is like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that, and then we'll just bring <laughs> yeah. someone else in. Which you is know, why it's, it's like, going to be really interesting to find out what exactly happened. Like, I bet you if, if we talked to, like, any of our friends that have been The Bachelor or Bachelorettes, I bet you they were like, yeah, I probably knew, like, 12 days in, but I had to finish out the, the rest of the season filming-wise anyways. You're probably like, oh, that, that kind of makes sense. Like, it sounds like it sucks because you knew who you wanted to pick anyways. But in this case, it sounds very much like that's the case. And she's just like, nope, I'm just not going to film anymore, you know? Yeah, totally. It's weird. Like, how great was this? Was the connection just, like, off the charts that she really couldn't fake it? I don't know. Like, I feel like, like you said, yeah, there were other leads in the past that probably felt very similar where they were like, okay, I know who I'm going to pick three weeks in. And now I just have to fake it. I don't want to, but I, I guess I have to. So I'm curious, like, what happened? You know what we can definitely say about it? That we don't know what we're talking about? <laughs> in, a, in addition to that? Uh, no. That's 2020, man. <laughs> 2020, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> it really is such like a 2020. Just when you think things can't get any weirder. All right, we're going to insert a different Bachelorette. I love yeah. Tisha, though. I'm super happy for her. Same, Tasha's great. I'm stoked. I was pulling for Tasha before the Claire announcement, anyways. Happy for Claire. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I've been become friends with Tasha through uh, the show and everything. So I'm stoked to see her. Hopefully, find her love story. If that's the case, if you know, if that actually is confirmed, I don't, again, I don't know. I don't know but, either. But yeah, we. I'm a big Tasha fan as well. So we have another art, uh, topic. Hot topics to start off the show. We're recording really early in the morning. What time is it? It's like 8.30. Good God. Anyway, I have coffee. I'm good. Uh, Jason Momoa received a birthday wish from his wife, Lisa Bonet's ex, Lenny Kravitz. And so Lenny is Lisa's ex, and Lisa is now married to Jason Momoa. And apparently Lenny is super close with both Jason and Lisa to the point like he's obsessed with them. And he's like previously spoken about, about being close with both of them. Uh, but anyway, Lenny posted a, a, a picture of Jason Momoa for his birthday, and people are losing their minds over this thing. 
because they just love how much Lenny loves Jason and Lisa. So I guess the question for me, Dean, is could you ever be super close with one of your exes who's in a relationship now? Uh, I think that these people are just born different, you know? <laughs> like, it's it's Lenny Kravitz, arguably, like, the most, uh, the most, I don't know, bangable art musician out there. It's freaking Aquaman, who everyone's got a, a, a heart on for Aquaman. Um, I know. So it's like, I don't, like, obviously Lenny Kravitz is going to be comfortable enough with his, with himself, with his former relationships and all these things to be like, oh, uh, happy birthday to my bro who's also dating my ex. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think that these people are just born different and they have zero, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Zero insecurities about this type of stuff, especially like in the entertainment industry, I guess like they've been in it for so long that they kind of understand, uh, that you can't really hold these grudges anyways like as as it is i'm sorry language is like imagine all the good pr that they're getting just for this because they're all friends you know i don't know oh yeah i feel like it's not just as much a business decision as it is a personal decision but yeah like you said like lenny posted a picture of jason moon it's literally blowing up and now lenny's you know trending on twitter or whatever yeah i agree with you i think that it's just like a different world being that, like that level of celebrity, I, I I could never relate. They're just all they're born different, like you said. Uh, and Lenny and Lisa have a kid together. You guys probably know her. It's Zoe Kravitz. So I guess like Jason Momoa coming in. It's Jason. I don't know much about Jason Momoa. I know him. He's he's Cal Drago on Game of Thrones. I've been watching that. He's Aquaman, which I honestly I haven't seen that movie. But he's like. He is like one of the biggest actors in the world at the moment, too. Yeah, so it's he's a, like he's a sexy man, too. Goddamn stud. Yeah, and he's a monster. He's like he looks freaking huge. He's freaking Cal Drago, for goodness' sake. But my point is, it's like if if Lisa and Lenny have a kid together, then Jason comes into the picture. It's like what choice do they all have other than being? I'm not. I'm not gonna say being obsessed with each other because I guess you could maybe maybe scale it back a little bit. But uh, it seems like they're doing. They're doing what's good for not only the kids, but for themselves, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, once you have a kid together, like you guys, like you were talking about, it changes the game. And, like, you have, you want to be at least cordial with your ex to make sure that, you know, the parents are still very much involved in the kid's life. So it's pretty cool to see that Lenny is not only involved, but just, like, best friends with them all. Um, so, good let's for talk about Let's talk about the next couple. That's kind of, this one hits a little closer to home for me, at least. So... Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox split up. And Megan Fox has since been dating, you know, presumably monogamously with Machine Gun Kelly. But Brian Austin Green apparently has been dating multiple people as we do when we start dating other people, right? Like you go on multiple dates, you figure out who you like, you figure out who you don't like. But Brian Austin Green has come in to talk about how he feels like he's being a little unfairly criticized for dating multiple, multiple people and how his life is under a microscope because he is, you know, quote unquote, famous or in the public eye, or whatever. Um, what do you think about this? I don't know. Is he is he getting scrutiny or is he just like reading his own Twitter feed? Yeah, I feel, I yeah. feel like people just read way too much in comments, and then they start losing their mind. It is funny how personal a lot of people take like these uh, these little one off trolling comments on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, in the know of pop culture, 
you know, a lot. A lot of the news I get is from Ashley. But, like, Brian Austin Green, I, I, I haven't heard any criticism for for his dating. Maybe he is widely being criticized for it, and he's he's lashing back for it. But I just feel like he's reading his own Twitter mentions. And, like, half of his Twitter mentions say, we love you, Brian. And half of his Twitter mentions are saying, uh, you suck. And that's just, like, being in the public eye, I feel like. But, I mean, dude, date whoever you want. If you're single and you're being honest to these women and you're just saying, listen, I'm I'm out there. I'm dating. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to settle down. Like, then you're fine. You don't yeah. deserve criticism for that. There's nothing wrong with being single as long as you're being honest. And now he's kind of, like, perpetuating it, too. Like, we're all talking about him dating around, which means more, like, you know, there's going to be, like, more talk of him dating around. I think the issue here is going from dating someone like Megan Fox who is, like, widely heralded as, as, like, you know, like, she's obviously, like, been the hottest girl around for, what, basically two decades at this point. Yeah, she's it's up like, there. It's like after you go from Megan Fox to whoever you go from, you're going to kind of be labeled as a, uh, as an F-boy. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, unfairly, now, though, I feel like. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's totally unfair, but it's like, uh, I think people are coming to Megan's support and being like, oh, Brian Austin Green... Uh, is now dating multiple people like he was never a good guy in the first place. You know what I'm, I mean? So I, yeah, I remember when Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem had that feud. <laughs> you remember that at all? They both they wrote like diss songs back and forth to each other. The rap world is a world that I I, I would not be I would not thrive in. But so it's I, I find I've it never, fascinating. I've never listened to Machine Gun Kelly. I don't find his music, uh, in my opinion, very good. I've, I have friends who know the guy, and he's, they all say he's really, really great and nice. He uh, seems it. He's also we're like really good friends with Pete Davidson, and I'm a big Pete Davidson stand guy, so uh, I'm, I like Machine Gun Kelly because of that like association. Yeah, I, I haven't jumped on the Pete Davidson train, but you want to talk about someone that dates around, and that's Pete Davidson through and through. It seems like he's always dating someone new. Uh, I don't know. I mean, does he? I mean, obviously the Ariana Grande stuff like freaking blew up. Yeah. That was that two years ago? Damn. That's crazy. I remember that summer when all like everybody got engaged. Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. I think Nick and what's her name? Priyanka? Yes. Nick and Priyanka got engaged. And there's somebody else. Oh, Justin and Haley. They got like married. I don't know. Don't ask me. Yeah. The only reason I remember that is because that was the summer Ashley and I got engaged. And, like, we were, like, kind of lumped into that group, which was, like, the coolest thing ever because we're so undeserving of it. But, like, you know, we were the last ones. It was, like, Justin and Haley. They were talking about all the engagers during the summer, and they were at the top. And then we had, like, a little blurb at the bottom. But the fact that we had a little blurb, like, attached to that article was, like, really cool. Are you kind of pissed that Justin Bieber stole your uh, thunder a little bit? Not at all. The fact that I, I, I will jump on Justin Bieber's back anytime. That, I mean, it's it, good to know. I, I looked it up. So I looked up Pete Davidson's most recent ex-girlfriends uh, because I do remember a couple of big names in there. And the first ones that come up, I'm just going to read them off for you real quick, okay? I'm ready. All right. So it's uh, Carly Acolino. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Cassie David. Do you know who that is? Oh, that's Larry David's daughter. Larry David's daughter, yep. Uh, that's awesome. This was a couple years ago. They split 22 years ago. Ariana Grande, we all know that one super well. Kate Beckinsale, which was the one that I was thinking of. Kate Beckinsale obviously is a big I name. I remember that one. What a weird couple, but also awesome at the same time. Didn't Kate Beckinsale used to date someone else interesting too? I think she's she's dated a lot of guys. She's gotten flack for it, which again, 
is such bull. I, I wish I could just swear. It's so say natural it, dude, for say me it. to swear. I know, but it's just going to get bleeped out. It sucks. We should really start swearing on this podcast because, like, it's just a part of my vernacular. But anyway, it's just bullshit that Kate Beckinsale is getting backlash. She's single, too. Like, who cares? Let her date whoever she wants. Yeah. I guess I looked it up. She does. She she actually hasn't had that many boyfriends. But I guess as soon as she started dating Pete Davidson, who, I mean, is admittedly 20 years her, her, her junior, maybe that's kind of why it drew some, so many more headlines. Junior. Her junior. Yeah. You reminded me of Indiana Jones there. Junior. Nobody gets my references. Yeah, you're a little too nerdy for for some of those. Ashley doesn't get my references either. It's honestly like one of the downsides of our relationship. Because I'm a big movie quote guy. And she doesn't know any of the movies I quote. I'm sure there's a lot of women listening that can relate to that. That like their guys just quote movies. And they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. And the guy thinks they're really funny. And the girl thinks they're an idiot. It's good times. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of typically how relationships work anyways. The girl thinks the guy's an idiot. And the guy is an idiot. Oh. I mean, 100%. That's, like, universally known. But I'm just talking about movie. Are there things that you do that Kaylin just, like, or jokes that you crack that Kaylin just does not get? Like, for me, uh, like I said, I quote movies. Well, you are what? How, you're, you're younger than Ashley, aren't you? Uh, uh, by, like, nine months. Yeah, so you guys are pretty close in age. It's funny how much of a difference, because Kaylin's 25, I'm 29. It's funny how much of a difference just those four years make in, like, our pop culture like the movies that i watched as a kid versus the movies that she watched as a kid and and granted like geography was different i was in colorado she was in virginia and people just get brought up differently in different parts of the country obviously Mm -hmm. but i'll like there are times where i'll like reference like a disney channel original movie uh and she like has never heard of it or never seen it and you ever see like those uh those memes where it's like if she doesn't know the fresh prince of bel-air intro song she's too young for you bro oh all the time i love those things yeah, and so I'm always like, if she doesn't know who Andy Brink Brinker is, she's too young for you, bro. And she like doesn't know who Brink is, and like just like little stupid things like that. Who's Brink? Is that the Disney original movie that you're talking about? Is that the skateboarding one? It's not skateboarding, you maniac. It's roller, but soul skating, rollerblading. Oh, okay, rollerblading. I think I remember that one. It that was like one of the best, if not the best, Disney Channel original movies. So little things like that. Even I guess because you're 32. I'll be 32 in November, so I'm a little bit older than you, so that's why I think the movies yeah, yeah, are a little yeah. bit different. So there's some jokes that fall through the cracks because of that uh, disconnect. But then also, she watches like a lot of like Real Housewives and reality shows. Oh, she's a reality TV junkie. And she's like, do you know who this girl is or this girl is? And I'm like, uh, not I, really. Is I that okay? Right. Yeah. And they're like, I guess I would like recognize their faces. There's a couple ones that she's watching now that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that person is, but I never would have thought to like register them in my memory otherwise you know what i mean yeah ashley had me watching 90 day fiance last week and it's i i just it's good it's good tv i like 90 day fiance but i just i have a hard time getting into reality tv which is very ironic seeing how my life was surrounded and still is by reality tv (laughs) yeah that is pretty ironic especially just given who your wife is i think I mean, she's the ultimate reality TV junkie personality. It's like just her, you know, she loves it. Good, You know what? I love my wife. She's the best. Uh, we do have Chelsea Peretti, who's not on the line yet, but she will be coming on very shortly. And we're very excited to have her on the podcast. Um, you know her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, she has a new movie coming out on VOD calling Spinster. Uh, we're very excited to talk to Chelsea. But before we do, let's take a quick break. Wait, before we take a break... 
Can I say something? Of course. You can say whatever you want, Dean. This is your podcast. Well, this is our podcast. There is going to be, we're going to probably mention this a few times throughout this podcast and next week's podcast, but I at least want to mention it here as well. On August 18th uh, at 5.30 Pacific, we are having a Help I Suck at Dating live show. You heard that right. We're having a live show. We're going to do it digitally, of course. Um, You can get your tickets. They're $10. But if you buy the special ticket package for $25, you also get a free Suck Army beanie with that ticket. Um, We All Suck at Dating. August 18th is Couples Day. So obviously, if you suck at dating, you'll be available that day to join us. Uh, We're stoked to be doing it. We've never done this before. We don't really know how it's going to go but we know we're going to have a lot of fun we know that we want you there uh if you want a ticket again we're going to tech we're going to we're going to promote this later on as well but if you want a ticket go to highsad.tixer.com so h-i-s-a-d.t-i-x-r.com and check it out be sure to get the free beanie with your special ticket as well it should be fun i don't know like obviously we have the ability to edit post show with these podcasts so it'll be interesting to see how a live show goes but uh, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, Jared? Yeah, it'll be fun. We're super excited. Once again, August 18th, and ironically enough, August 18th is Couples Day. So obviously, if you suck at dating, you'll be available. So why don't you stop on by to the Help I Suck at Dating live podcast. Again, get your tickets at hisad.tixr.com. Uh, Dean and I will be promoting that one. So you can just follow us on social media and check out our Instagram stories. Shameless plug uh to get your tickets and once again tickets are only 10 bucks but we're doing an awesome package giggity uh because if you for 25 dollars you can not only get a ticket but you can get a suck army beanie and it's camo so it's awesome and we've seen the beanies they're actually really cool uh they're a little bit different than the ones dean and i had we posted about them a while ago and dean dean and i just had black with white lettering but these are camo beanies with white and orange lettering they're pretty awesome. For 25 bucks, it's a good deal. We'll see you August 18th. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to 
a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck It Dating. We have a very special guest on the line right now. You know her from her role on Fox's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She has a new movie. Well, it's it's been out for a little while, but it's coming to VOD and digital on August 7th. It is called Spinster. It is the wonderful, the funny Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. No, we appreciate it. So talk a little bit about uh, Spinster, which will be, uh, like I said, on VOD and digital on August 7th. Uh, Spinster is a story uh, about a woman who uh, is single on her 39th birthday. And uh, why did you want to do this movie? Um, Well, I like stories that aren't like, you know, cliched um, romance stories. And this movie was directed by Andrea Dorfman, who lives in Nova Scotia. I looked... I checked out her other movies when I was offered the role and I thought she was so cool and I I love female directors um, that are good and uh, I wanted to go to Nova Scotia and I liked her work so it just kind of came together. I was, I, I had it, I think my son was eight months old at the time so I kind of, me, my son and my awesome nanny, we all went to Nova Scotia and um, had this little adventure but yeah i just liked the role that it was looking at you know making your own life interesting and making your own life exciting and not looking externally for someone else to do that for you mm-hmm. you know about well, that especially oh, especially <laughs> in nova scotia i can only imagine how difficult it would be to meet someone in nova scotia and we watched uh we watched the trailer for the movie just before having you on here, and we were admiring. It looks great. It looks hilarious. Um, was it was it for a role like that, right? Because you are married, you do have a child. Is it weird to like 
put yourself into a role where you're kind of like the same person in ways, but then also so very different at the same time, you know? Yeah, I mean, it felt like there was a time before I got, before I met my husband where I was like, well, men in LA are kind of like suck. And (laughs) are you guys based in LA? (laughs) We are, but we fully agree with you that men in LA suck. Oh yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. So I was like, you know, I'm a comedian. All my friends are like the funniest people in the country. Worst case scenario, I'm going to travel a lot. I'm going to laugh a lot and I'm going to have a great life. And I'm probably never going to meet someone in L.A. because, like I said, you know, the men here are um, questionable. So then out of nowhere, my husband came and then I had a child and all these things came together. But I certainly wasn't sure my whole life if that's what my future would hold or even if that's what I wanted until I met him. Um, but yeah, I, I had a whole vision of what my life would be without, <laughs> without my family and marriage right. and all that. And then I would, I kind of come to terms with it. So I liked that this character goes on this journey to figure out, you know, it's a very small, sweet movie. It's not like, you know, it's just it's it's sort of like living with someone and kind of taking them in and and joining them on this sort of like small journey to figure out like a way to be happy which you know as 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 many of us are quarantined aside from you know all the influencers that are having big parties right now yeah yeah um, i saw that in la (laughs) of course it was la yeah 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 um you know it's it's kind of i think will be a nice a nice tone and in, in that it's very kind of meditative. Yeah. I like the message of the movie because there is this stigma around women being single uh, later in life. I feel like there's more of a stigma for it than there is a man, if that makes sense. Like oh, if yeah, a man is yeah. single in his late thirties, it's seen as more normal. Whereas a woman who's single in her late thirties, it's, it's jarring, which is just guess, a double standard. Like- most people that I know in big cities tend to settle down later, whether they're women or men, you know, I kind Mm -hmm. of feel like it's like a city thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, part of the LA thing is like every guy here wants to be with like a 20 year old. So it's not, you know, or even younger as some news stories explain. But yeah, yeah, so it's nice to, um, well, now I'm getting on a tangent, but yeah, in the in the movie, you know, she she's nurturing other relationships in her life, and you know, I think like that's the way to love yourself and to love someone else is by focusing on all the relationships in your life. You can't just isolate and focus everything on one person because that's you know making them like God or something. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of messages in the movie that I I really enjoy. One of them being you're discussing the like in the movie you talk about uh somebody was like kind of criticizing your character for growing up older being single and you're like why is that a bad thing like because i'm not dying young that's a good thing being like having the opportunity to grow old and i feel like you know especially on this podcast because this is what we do we talk about dating and relationships but we solely focused on the idea of meeting that person getting married and having kids which is wonderful and important but also you know 
other people like there's other happiness and other ways to find love and i feel like it, it generates from from within mostly uh like you have to find happiness from within before you can find it with someone else and this is what kind of like the theme of the movie is to me yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i just got distracted because i was like you no know worries. i know that we watched you guys in the bachelor and i'm like i can't i'm trying to remember what i felt about you and i can't remember <laughs> and it's like I've, i'm like i should have been like deeply revisiting these things before i talk to you so yeah. i can get into it but um wait so you guys are both are you in are you single or are you married we're both or in relationships Jared's I'm married. married. My uh, mine is a little bit less uh, less. I don't Even know. Even though Dean wears a ring on his finger, but he says he's not married. Okay, yeah. okay. So you know, yeah. I think nowadays you can do it however you want. But um, the true thing is, like with climate change, I think that like marriage and kids is starting to seem more and more. I mean, what is? It just seems more and more like a choice of many choices because yeah you know it's scary to have a kid right now and be like what is the future right that's what i mean no it's, but it's, you're totally it, right it's an important thing to talk about it's actually funny because uh my because kaylin really wants kids at some point uh, i've always been pro pro kid up until like the last five or so years when i'm starting to say like is it really ethical to bring a child into this world because like you said it's like with climate change Every, and even just like political turmoil that everything's going on it's like is it really a good time to bring, bring a kid into this world and obviously know. i think like the the thing is it's like uh the, the the main reason we're all here is for procreation right is like to kind of pass on our lineage onto the next people below us or whoever raised children to to come after us but like it just it's know. maybe it's like you just le have less children than we're used to having like before in the 70s, 80s, 90s, it was like, oh, I've got a family of seven siblings, but now it's more like only child. Is, is well, that's like thing. definitely statistically true. People are having way less kids, but I also think like younger generations are not even sure if, yeah, like what you're saying, if it's even ethical to have kids. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, on some level we're animals, even though we convince ourselves we're all these other things, like, <clears throat> or we're so different from animals and so I think we have like instincts and desires but I mean some of us do not everyone wants to have a kid and um, but uh, so in some ways I'm like well you just have your kid and you survive as long as you can but it's just it, it is terrifying to be like <laughs> I didn't mean to take this podcast to this no, place it's fine. Like, it's hey, fine. Bachelor, let's talk about oh it's interesting <laughs> I like it I'm like the world is ending yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't have kids. It's all no. downhill. But I mean, I guess it is like to bring it back to the movie Spinster. It's like, you know, I think not having kids is absolutely as intelligent and as instinctive of a choice at this point as having kids. And, you know, it's cool to explore someone who's having a beautiful life. And it's not about that. You know, it's like uh, a woman who that's not her her means to happiness and contentment and you know there's no like to be continued kind of thing it's just like she figures you know she she finds a way to um make her life full so for the listeners out there because we do have women uh in their you know 30s 40s 50s even 
that listen to this podcast that are, I would imagine, single, what advice would you have for them? I know you said to not prioritize your just your one romantic relationship, but you have all these other relationships that you should focus on as well. But is there anything maybe that you learned through the movie or even just through your own personal life that like one bit of advice that you can give someone uh, yeah. that's around the 30 to 40 age range that, that might be struggling with it? Well, this book, there's this, this um, I think she's a therapist. She has this whole book series, like Dance of This, Dance of That. But one of them is Dance of Connection. And I read it many, many, probably decades ago, like five decades ago. <laughs> but, You're not that like, old. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I forgot. But, if like, <laughs> but um, she talks about that concept of like, it's counterintuitive. But if you want to improve your love relationship, you need to work on your other relationships. Hmm. So like if you have issues with your parents and you don't resolve them and then you put all those issues right into your new relationship, you know, with this this love relationship. So. I liked that concept and I do think this movie kind of echoes those concepts and it's up to you like do you think where do you think that my character will eventually wind up I think it's in the eye of the beholder it's up to you to to have your own interpretation but it's definitely well, I, I feel personally attacked after hearing that I'll be honest why yeah i got a, i got a lot of uh ironing out my relationship with my father to do but uh <laughs> well listen don't we all don't we all yeah you know, yeah those dads never even there you know that's like that's one hurdle you cleared if your dad yeah. was even around right but, um, that, i'll i'll take this as a as a catalyst to, to help me improve that perhaps yeah, I mean, listen, it doesn't have to be your dad if that one's too challenging, but I'm just saying, you know, you can't have dysfunction with everyone else in your life and then think that your your love relationship is going to be perfect, you know? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. All right, Chelsea. Well, so we have Spinster coming out on VOD and digital everywhere August 7th, right? Where else can we uh, look to find anything else that you're working on? Well, I'm, I'm a musician now as well. I've uh, created an album. It's a concept album about coffee. Um, and <laughs> as we all know, coffee is very sexy. Yeah. And, um, oh, it's the best. I'm drinking mine right now. <laughs> Listen, I, I had, I had a ton this morning. Um, didn't really help me get organized, but that's right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I have an EP called Foam and Flotsam. I wanted to choose the most pretentious title I could think of. And, um, and I have a new EP coming out um really soon that i'm excited about and then we'll have the album after that so it's i'm I'm working with a producer called cool kojak who is like a true real producer and has made my my songs actually sound good so they're funny and but they're still good do you guys smell that i don't know if you guys can smell that from uh, all the way over there but it smells like a grammy that's right baby (laughs) (laughs) we got a grammy on our hands if they still exist, we'll see what happens when we all emerge from our houses. Yeah, yeah who knows point. what's going to happen in 2021. Fair <laughs> yeah. point. Um, all right, Chelsea, well, thank you so much for joining us. For the listeners, be sure to check her out on Spinster and be sure to check out the album coming out. Uh, come, Tell me one more time. It's Foam and fr- uh, Foam and Flotsam, and then there'll be a new EP. But if you search my name, Chelsea Peretti, one R, two Ts, you'll find it. Let's get this girl a Grammy, you guys. Thank you so much Let's for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, Chelsea. T- take care. Bye. All right, we're going to take one quick break. And when we get back, we have two more guests you're not going to want to miss. And we're going to answer some very pressing listener emails. Uh, before we hit the break, I just want to encourage the emailers. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Send them in. We'll answer them live on air. 
on our live show even perhaps. But uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have two very special women who are on the line right now. You, of course, know them from the Bachelor franchise. And they are also hosting uh, their a podcast this week, What a Girl Wants, which will be in our feed, the Help I Suck at Dating feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Emily and Haley 
Ferguson, the Fergie twins, the twins, Ooh. Emily Haley. How are you guys? Hi, guys. Hi, how are you guys? <laughs> Thanks so much for letting us host. <laughs> oh, of, uh, of course. It's our privilege. You're going to do far better than we ever could. I, I promise you that. <laughs> no, no way. That's impossible. I mean, so, we were pretty funny. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. We were pretty funny, but it's okay. You guys are usually pretty funny. So tell <laughs> us, uh, tease us a little bit about what we can expect this Thursday from What a Girl Wants. So my sister and I both date professional athletes. So we talk about how to land an athlete and some silly, funny stories about dating European men. Yep. And then we, I don't know, there's just so much that we do. We talk a lot about dating. We, how we kind of went from sucking at dating to how we are now in really good relationships and love now. So yeah, that's pretty much it without giving too much away. It's a lot about dating. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm like excited it. to hear this because Last time I talked to Haley, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to date an athlete because I've talked to a couple of them. I didn't like them. So I got to say this one has to be very special. And I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast because we might be able to learn a little bit more about what makes it so special. Yeah, it's so true. I was definitely dead set on like not dating an athlete. But I changed yeah. her mind because athletes aren't as bad as people perceive them to be. I mean, right. some of them probably suck. Absolutely. But that just goes for all men. The European <laughs> ones don't suck. Okay. They're awesome. Yeah. It seems like you guys landed a couple of winners too, which is yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel that way too. <laughs> and you guys also date hockey players. And I feel like hockey players just have a different mentality than a yeah, lot of other, yeah. other professional sports. I agree. That actually makes me happy that you said that because I 100% agree. Like I definitely like when we were working in the clubs, met a bunch of different types of athletes, never really hockey players. Yeah. But now that we've met hockey players, they're to me just a little they're different, very different, yeah. very different, a little more like down to earth. I don't know can't explain it but they're really good people well you get the chance to explain it on thursday when we yep. listen to you guys on what uh, uh what is it what a woman wa what, what a girl, girl wants want. i'm sorry yeah. i keep wanting to say what a woman wants but that's the mel gibson movie and i, I gotta <laughs> stop mixing those up um sweet well Classic. we're excited and, and honestly like jared said you guys are probably gonna host better than we ever could and you'll replace <laughs> us on help i suck at dating permanently but it's a risk we're willing to take honestly oh it's just inevitable at this point once you guys got your foot in the door, it's all over for us. <laughs> oh, no. That's, you too you nice. guys are awesome. I'm blushing. Oh. That's too nice, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I have a question, though, for you guys. Before you started dating your respective boyfriends, what was it like dating as twins? Because we saw a little bit on, that on our season of Bachelor in Paradise where you guys – I forget the guy's name that you guys went on a date with, but you tricked him. Uh, what was that? Brandon? Brandon. Brandon. Was it Brandon? Yeah. Did you guys ever do that outside of Paradise where, uh, like, Emily, you would go on a date, but then halfway through the date, Haley, you would switch and see if he'd notice? No, we've never done that, but, like, we've definitely, like, helped each other write text messages. Or, like, she would take my phone and pretend to be me and then, like, just help me talk to guys, but um, we've never, like, actually switched. Well, and the boy that Haley dates now is all because of me. Because yeah. I was way, I was always way better at dating than Haley was, so. <laughs> Just picking guys in general. But, yeah. I mean, we usually have complete opposite tastes in men, looks-wise, so it was never really an issue, like, dating guys. Yeah, but, like, definitely in the past, before we started dating athletes, we were just terrible at dating, never went on dates because they were so awkward and so hard. To, like, it's so, first dates are the actual worst thing in the world. 
they're so awkward and they usually always want to go out to eat which is just like what if food gets stuck in my teeth like i don't know i used to take fireball shots before they yeah (laughs) she would used to have fireball in her car ready to take shots before her date you know you never know when you need a little fireball (laughs) yeah seriously Um, sweet well we're stoked to listen to more from you guys on thursday we know you got to get out of here uh but on thursday what a girl wants on the iHeartRadio app from this podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out Haley and Emily Ferguson. We're stoked. Thank, thank you, guys. Yeah, well, of course. Guys. Looking forward to hearing more from you. Talk soon. Yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome. I'm super yeah. excited. <laughs> I can't thank wait you for you guys to listen. <laughs> All right, enjoy getting your hair done. Oh, thank, thank you. Bye, boys. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. All right. As if we didn't plug it enough, this Thursday... Uh, they will be coming out with their own episode of What a Girl Wants, a sub-branch podcast of Help I Suck at Dating. We're going to make this more of a regular fixture. We'll bring in former alums. Uh, of course, they will be girls because that's what the title entails. You're sick of hearing the perspective of me and Jared, of guys on, on, on dating and all the stupid things that we don't know. So we're bringing in, we're bringing in more experts. <laughs> I feel like uh, we say this every week, but we just like continue, continue to spew nonsense and yeah. listen, which is great. Thank you for listening. But I, I feel like maybe bring some women in, and start uh, speaking some intelligence on this podcast would be a good idea. Yeah. And even if it's more nonsense, that at least it'll be coming from nonsense without a Y chromosome, which I think might also be beneficial for our listeners. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So tune in this Thursday. What a girl wants. This week we'll have Emily and Haley on. Next week we will have uh, another host or hosts. We will tell you more about that next week as it goes on. But we're stoked about this. I'm excited to, to hear from them as well. So tune in. All right, sweet. Let's take a little break. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes 
and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. All right, welcome back. We are going to hit a couple emails before sending you guys on your way today, as we always like to do. Um, before we do, back. before back. we do this, welcome before Jared back. burns your earbuds off, we want to make sure and encourage you guys to email us. It's a uh, help. I suck at dating, or no, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Wow, I'm just. It's too early, man. I, had, I need coffee. You haven't had coffee uh, yet? I don't know how you're doing this podcast. Well, I'm staying at Courtney's house in Malibu, and I felt bad waking him up to make me coffee. He's got, like, a very fancy French press. Or, no, uh, uh, like, espresso machine. Uh, Is he up now? Tell him to make some coffee. Yeah. Yeah, Courtney, make me some coffee. Uh, yeah, so, okay, maybe, like, Tell him to deliver some of that there. French press over here to West Hollywood. I'd appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right, anyways, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Don't forget to email us. We love hearing from you guys. You know that, so keep them coming. All right, we got an email from our favorite emailer, Anonymous, uh, a.k.a. Jared? Uh, Nick Vile. Yeah, that's who it is. Uh, Nick wants to know, a.k.a. Anonymous wants to know, Hi, Dina Jared. I love listening to your podcast. My question is, can you be friends with benefits with an ex? My ex broke up with me, and we still hook up and hang out. He says he still has feelings for me, but he doesn't want to be in a relationship. Help! What do I do? Can I still be friends with him? I think... I think we all kind of know where this one's going, right? Are we kind of on the same page of this one? Saying that, listen, it's hard to be friends with the next. It's even harder to be friends with the next that you're sleeping with. Um, it sounds like, sorry to, sorry to put you into a, a pigeonhole here, Anonymous, but it sounds like you probably still want to be in a relationship with your ex and he doesn't want to be. And you might think that by sleeping with him and being in a friends with benefits situation might eventually warm him up to the idea of getting back into a relationship with you. And listen, don't get me wrong. I've been on both sides of this. I have been uh, friends with an ex that I've wanted to get back with and we've been hooking up. And I've also been friends with an ex hooking up with them, knowing after the fact that they wanted to get back with me. Uh, And I can tell you wholeheartedly with 100% confidence that neither of those worked out well. 
they didn't end poorly. There was no fighting. There was no bridges being burned. But obviously, uh, we never got back to being in relationships, whether I wanted to or whether they wanted to or vice versa. So I just want to say, like, for this emailer, if your end goal is to get back with your ex, the, the likelihood of that happening because you guys are in a friends with benefits situation now is very slim. Yeah, don't have ex- expectations for this one. If you're hooking up with them and you have no expectations of getting back together and you just kind of want to hook up with your ex, I mean, go for it. Sure, do whatever you want. It's free country. But yeah, there's I don't buy into this BS of, oh, I still have feelings for you, but I, I, I just don't want to be in a relationship right now. Don't fall for it. Don't listen to it. It's probably best if you just cut it off right now, like Dean says, before you get hurt even further uh, because you're not getting back together with this guy. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, you can be friends with him, sure. That's what the emailer asked. Like, can I be still be friends with him? Of course you can. Sure, why not? You can be friends with benefits, but if there's feelings involved and you have expectations of getting back together, bad news. Cut it off now. Yeah. This sounds like something that I would say like five years ago when I was like 24. You know, I'm sure that they're probably around that same age range as well. But it sounds like something that the guy is saying because maybe he does have feelings for her. But uh, like, look, he's got every chance to be in a relationship with you now and he's not taking that chance. So I think he's kind of just being lazy and he knows that you're comfortable. He knows you're familiar. He kind of knows what you like, what you don't like. And so he's just basically biding his time by hooking up with you, hanging out with you without committing fully to a relationship. That's my two cents. I, I don't doubt that this guy probably has feelings for her too, but there's a difference between having feelings for someone and being willing to commit to someone. And so I like if you're looking, if this email is looking for a committed relationship with this, with this guy that she's friends with, I, I go someplace else. That's, that's my advice. Yeah, I agree. Um, All right, we have one more emailer from Anonymous. Not many emails today. So email us, isuckerdating at iheartmedia.com. This emailer says, Jared, this question is directed directly at you. I am dating a boy. I think he's so great, but I also know that he wants to hook up with my best friend. I've hooked up with my best friend in the past in college. We all have those days in parentheses, um, and, and we're experimenting. But my boyfriend now wants to hook up with her as well, and he wants me to be included. Do you think I should let him do it, or do you think I should nix it, even though I've already hooked up with both of them? Uh, Just so you guys know, they've never hooked up with each other, a.k.a. we're 26. uh, My boyfriend's 27. I love your guys' podcast. Listen every week. Five stars on iTunes. Suck Army. Suck, suck, suck. That's from Anonymous. Well, thank you, Anonymous, for listening to the podcast, and thank you for the five-star review. If anybody's listening out there and wants to give us a five-star review, we would obviously love to take it. But seriously, thank you, everybody listening to this podcast right now, because, of course, without you guys, there is no podcast, and then Dean and I are, are probably uh, living uh, in a van. In our van. Yeah. You know, yeah. Now I'd be living in a van. Um, hold on. I'm confused. Is, is this guy asking for her to be in a, a, a thruple? No. From the sound of it, it sounds like he just wants to have, like, you know, a little, uh, a little, a little fun. A little menage a trois. Yeah, a little menage a trois. Uh, I mean, again, depends on your comfort level. I don't know. I, I feel like anytime you intru- introduce a, a third person into a relationship, uh, it causes issues. But I mean, people are in throuples and they're very happy. So who am I to judge? But I feel like more often than not, if you're not looking to be in a committed relationship and you're just introducing a third person into like a sexual experiment 
I don't know. I, I may, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that introduces a lot of in, insecurities and jealousy. Uh, but again, it's entirely up to you. It's your, that's how comfortable you feel. You know, listen, it's as long as you guys are being safe and honest, um, you know, if you want to experiment and try something new and you're both comfortable with it and everybody involved is comfortable and, and you know, you guys are all on the same page and have the same expectations, I would just advise communicating with one another, then go for it. Sure, why not? I'm curious why this person directed this question towards you. No idea. Maybe, maybe they want you to be part of their thruple. I mean, that could be fun, but unfor- you know, not unfortunately. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I also bring <laughs> Ashley into the equation, so it would be a, a, a four, a, a four, a fourple, a quadruple, a quadruple. Would uh, would Ashley ever be interested in doing something like that? It's hard for me to imagine <laughs> no. a scenario where that'd be okay to do. No. No, she would not be down for that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Caitlin would be very down for it either. Um, I agree with everything you said. It's funny because I've had friends, uh, both guys and girls on both sides, that have been in relationships with people that have introduced a third person for you know the quote unquote fun parts, and then also been the third person that gets introduced to the couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because I've heard these stories. But they are all old stories. You know, they're stories from when they were like in their mid to late 20s and they were just feeling experimental or whatever. Um, and I've, I've been hard pressed to hear a story, like a recent story of any of my friends doing this. Did they like one uh, being one part of the equation over the other? Did they say they enjoyed being in the relationship more or did yeah. they enjoy being like the individual that entered the relationship? You want to know what's funny is I've never really heard of anyone thoroughly enjoying either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Um, and so, yeah, I think I agree with what you're saying is communication is important, but also it's like, I don't think you should necessarily give into your urges for, you know, an hour of something that you might know, like not be happy about days, weeks, months, years later, you know, that, that that's something that could drive a wedge potentially through a relationship. And it's, it always makes me think of that, um, that entourage episode where E is dating Sloan and then Sloane's like hot friend comes and she wants to do that. And Sloane like has her rules. She's like, yeah, okay, we can do this. But you like, you can't have sex with her uh, and whatever else. And then like E gets like fixated on this other girl uh, and he gets like obsessed with her. And he like wants to cheat on his girlfriend just to hook up with her, just them two. And then it creates this divide and then she leaves and, and all that stuff. But uh, But yeah, I guess moral of that story is it doesn't really seem like much good can come from... Uh, thruple circumstances yeah i don't know again i it's just not i don't know I, it's not something i could do but again to each their own you know there's a lot of things that i can't do in this world including uh probably skydiving that's something you can do so yeah yeah i'm doing that tomorrow actually um it's funny too because i think about uh i try to put myself in kaylin's shoes and it's like okay let's say we bring in uh, another girl. And I was like, yeah, I guess that would be okay if Caitlin was into it. But then I'm like, well, what if we brought in another guy? I'd be like, well, I wouldn't be okay with that. Oh, fuck and that. so it's like, how, how could I be, how could I ever expect Caitlin to be okay with something that I wouldn't be okay with if I was her? You know what I mean? Oh, totally. It's, it's unfair. But I, I'm yeah. wondering if you, if you begged the question to Caitlin, I, I'm curious what her answer would be. If you said, Caitlin, would you rather bring in a guy? Into, you have to choose one. You have to either bring in a girl into this relationship or a guy into this relationship. Which one you're choosing? For some reason, I feel like Caitlin would choose the girl because I feel like that's what Ashley would choose too. Yeah, I think that that's very true as well. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I was just about to say that same thing. I think that there's just like a weird stigma 
a weirder stigma about guy on guy versus girl on girl, you know? Yeah. Girl on girl, I think, is more widely acceptable even today than guy on guy. Uh, and that just is something that I think is ever changing and evolving. And even today is better than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. But I think that there's still a lot to overcome for that guy on guy stigma to... Because I was actually, I had this conversation, um, at this point it was probably a while ago, but for some reason I can remember it pretty freshly. It was like, let's say you start dating someone new. Uh, in your case, in my case, it'd be we're dating a girl because uh, we're heterosexual men. And you you come to find out that this girl at some point in college had, you know, hooked up with a girlfriend of theirs. You know, you kind of, you hear that story and you're like, oh, that's, that's interesting. That's cool. Like, that's, you know, a fun experimental thing for you to do. See, that's fun. That's funny how you uh, articulated that. You, that's fun. That's cool. Like, that's fun. That's cool. In my that's head, cool. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be too bro on the podcast here, I guess. But yes, <laughs> you're right. That's basically what I'd be saying in my head. Uh, but then flip that around, and I've had this conversation with girls before because while I know that I'm uh, a heterosexual guy, I, I always make the argument that I'm never sure because I've never actually had an, uh, a homosexual experience with another man. So it's like, mm-hmm. how certain can I be because I've never actually done it? Uh, and I always get the response from them saying like, well, if I was dating a guy and I found out that he hooked up with another guy in college or wherever, whenever, I would immediately like sever that relationship and cut ties with it and i feel like whenever you you hear a girl talk about a guy with a uh you know a gay or bi past it's always negatively but whenever you hear a girl talk about a gay or bi past it's always kind of looked at positively yeah that is interesting there has to be studies uh, we should actually do our research before next week and find out why that is because that is an interesting topic why is it more socially acceptable when you find out you're a girl had hooked up with a girl in the past rather than a guy who hooked up with a guy in the past yeah i agree i mean i don't know i don't know i have no idea why i've, I've thought about it many times it, it's basically <laughs> it's, about it's, it constantly i'm thinking about it right now I, I thought about it last night it's basically it's like tit for tat you know it's like how is tit for tat anything but fair that's basically f- as fair as it gets but in in this reality it's uh it's looked at very differently from both sides yeah i mean i'm speaking from a heterosexual male perspective so but like, I mean, I, I get why you'd want to hook up with a, a woman. <laughs> so like, for me, I guess, and I, again, this is speaking from a straight male's perspective. So take this with a grain of salt. But like, women are just so beautiful. I can see why women, other women, would be like, I I want to I want to I want to I want to kiss another woman because yeah. I want to try it because they're just stunning creatures. Where guys were like hairy, and like sweaty and stinky, but you know. I'm only of those three things you just said. I'm only stinky. I'm actually not very hairy or sweaty ever. No, I'm hairy. I'm not so. that sweaty. I'm hairy though. Sometimes I've talked about this on the podcast before. Some of my like my really good guy friends uh, will like kiss each other sometimes. Uh, like a lot of times, like on the lips, you know, just to be just to like show our affection for one another. Well, I've seen Alex do that. Yeah, <laughs> Alex seems like the type of guy who will like grab you by the back of the head and just yeah. for some reason shove your tongue, his tongue down your mouth. Alex and I definitely kiss. Usually it doesn't involve tongue. It's mostly just little pecks. But uh, there was this one time I was dating this girl. I think I've actually shared this story on this podcast before. But I was dating this girl, uh, and she was hanging out with me and Alex. And we were all at, like, this music festival. And so we were all, like, partying and having fun uh, and, like, laughing and whatever. And uh, Alex and I, like, pecked each other. And she, like, looked at me and looked at him and looked back at me and was, like, very, very disgusted by it. 
And uh, it kind of like drove a wedge into our relationship as well. And I was like, well, he's like one of my best friends. I'm just kissing him to show him how much I appreciate him. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm making out with him and like running off with him or anything like that. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, if you kissed one of your girls on the lips as a peck, it'd be fine. I'd have no issues with it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so I don't know. There's like this weird double standard in, in a weird way. But uh, maybe one day we'll be able to all work past it. You know, that's what we're here for. That's why we do this podcast. Get rid of those double standards, baby. You want to know what's really funny, actually, is uh, this might be TMI. I might be oversharing about my relationship. But I, I kissed one of my good guy friends this past weekend. Uh, he and I were, we play golf together a lot. And we're like, we're pretty good friends. And uh, I, maybe I shouldn't share this story because we're in, in, the, in the height of a pandemic. And I shouldn't be kissing anyone. That's not my girlfriend. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it was, we were on a double date. It was him and his girlfriend and me and Kaylin, of course. And we're like out and... Uh, he like he kissed me for some reason on the lips and Kaylin like looked over and saw it happen and she like started laughing her ass off and she was like that was the, like the the cutest thing I've ever seen and she was like fully embracing and accepting of me kissing my guy friend I was like oh that's really great of you to to be so on uh, on board with that that's how you know you found the one man you know see your your past ex-girlfriends where it didn't work out she wasn't the one <laughs> yeah she she was judgmental towards you when you kissed your guy friends on the lips and then here we go fast forward you're with kaylin you kiss one of your guy friends on the lips and she thinks it's the cutest most adorable yeah. thing in the world you have found the one my friend kaylin lets me kiss my guy friends isn't that isn't that the cutest thing ever that's just quite adorable i mean i kiss my <laughs> dog so yeah, it's not the same but you know she's hairy like a guy yeah, I mean, I kiss Pappy all the time, too. He's a hairy guy, too. Pappy. How is Pappy without his teeth? Oh, man, he's great. He's he's happy. Actually, uh, we were out at the beach the other day, and uh, we were gone from the house for like five hours, and we got back, and there was poop all in the bathroom, pee in the living room, pee on the bed. So this dog literally jumped off the bed, pooped in the bathroom, jumped back on the bed to pee, and then jumped off the bed again, just to like... We think that since he's so used to having us around him 24-7... Since we were gone for like five hours, he was like, "Where the hell is everyone? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make yeah. them never do this what, again." What the hell is going on? This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's been thirty minutes. I'm pissing and shit all over this place. Yeah, so he's he, he's great, but uh, that was not that was not a cool moment. Uh, all right, well, that's right. gonna do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Um, Jared, is there anything else that you want to add before we get out of here? I mean, I could talk about our dogs all day long, but, you know, Pappy's just awesome. I saw I saw the picture uh, of, like, him and, like, a baby. What are those things called that Kalen was carrying him around in? Uh, he's got, like, a dog backpack. Yeah, he's like a dog backpack. Anyway, let's let's talk about next week. Let's just talk about our dogs all week. Lois let's talk about dogs all week. It is um, going to be weird when the pandemic's over, like you said, because Pappy's so used to being around you guys 24-7, and you just left him alone for a few hours, and then he was like, no, nah, uh, uh, this is not how it works. You're supposed to be home all the time. Full-on rebel mode. It was absolutely insane. It was like walking into like a murder scene. Oh, Pappy. You know, when you got to go, you got to go. And Pappy's an old man, so he probably can't hold it as well as he used to. Poor guy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, big thank you to the Fergie twins. Be sure to check in on the podcast, What a Girl Wants, on Thursday. Uh, it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to say help I suck at dating what a girl wants or what a girl wants, but we'll see on Thursdays when it comes out with Emily and Haley Ferguson on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be on be sure our check- feed, so you can go straight to the Help I Suck at Dating uh, yeah. podcast feed, and you will see on Thursday, what a girl wants, what a girl wants, okay, I'm done. makes you happy, sets me free. Yeah, there we uh, go, a little duet going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. be sure to check them out. They're going to be great. I'm excited to listen to everything they have to say as well. It's just the girls, no guys. So that's like the, 
that's the what a girl wants segment that we're going to try and do for uh, the next few weeks and see, you know, see just how enlightening it really is. And, I, and we're expecting big things. So uh, also, we like, like we mentioned earlier, we have a live show coming up on the 18th of August. It's Couples Day. Uh, so if you're single and you need some people to hang out with, Jared and I got you. Tickets are $10, but if you spend 25 you get a free beanie, uh, Suck Army beanie with the ticket purchase. Head over to highsad.tixer.com. That's H-I-S-A-D dot T-I-X-R dot com. And big thank you to Chelsea Peretti. Be sure to check out her movie Spinster on VOD and digital streaming platforms. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we will suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.